Welcome to the Empowered Parent Podcast with Renee. Being a teenager is hard. Being a parent of a teenager can be even harder. Each episode, we deliver tips, tools, tricks, and stories to help you feel empowered, confident, and energized as the parent of a teenager. Teenagers want to be happy. Sometimes they just need a little help along the way. Now, here's your host, Renee Sinning. Renee is a certified life, leadership, and success coach for teenagers and their parents. She's also a mom of three young adults and an experienced high school educator of 18 years. Renee is well-versed in everything teen. Now, without any further ado, here's Renee. Hey parents, it's Renee. Welcome to another episode of the Empowered Parent Podcast. As a parent, have you ever called one of your kids the artistic one and another one the athletic one or maybe even the bug girl? LOL on the last one because our youngest daughter is in entomology, which is the study of bugs, I think. But you get the idea. As parents, we sometimes label our kids by their talents or differences. And we do this lovingly, right? We don't mean anything negative by it at all. But what might actually be happening is that we are inadvertently boxing them in. And I've done a podcast previ- previously on growth versus fixed mindset. So this is similar, but also a little bit different. Growing up, my sister was the smart one. And for a long time, although I didn't realize it, it very much boxed me in. I don't remember if my parents ever actually called her the smart one. I don't think so. They probably did not. I'm pretty sure they didn't. But the micro messaging was there because she was in the gifted program. I wasn't. She got the A's and B's easily. I didn't. She wasn't allowed to get C's. I was, which was great at the time. (laughs) But looking back... I realized that because I wasn't considered the smart one or I didn't have the same expectations as my sister, even though she's two and a half years younger than me, I never really tried or I didn't try enough. Instead of having a growth mindset of, hey, I can get A's and B's too, I settled for C's and sometimes even less if I'm being honest. I wasn't the best academic student until really I was in graduate school and well towards the end of undergraduate and then graduate school I started to come out of that but that's a long time to kind of be stuck in that fixed mindset of I can't or I'm not smart enough so the question for you as a parent becomes and I say this without judgment is am I sending any micro messages that are promoting a fixed mindset in my own kiddos? But also, am I sending any micro messages to myself about myself that promotes a fixed mindset within me and things that I desire? And you might be thinking, well, does a fixed mindset really matter? And they're going to grow out of it one day, et cetera, et cetera. And the answer is yes, it does matter because a fixed mindset, which again could become, could come as a result of inadvertently sending those micro messages like she's good at this, but you're good at that. He's good at that but you're good at this. And you might be thinking, but yeah, that means we aren't comparing our kids and that's good, which is true. We don't want to compare our kids, but we also don't want to box them in with those fixed labels or those fixed messages because a fixed mindset 
can limit opportunities, right? I'm not the smart one, so why try? I'll never get into college A, B, and C, A, B, or C, even though it's my dream college, so why should I even apply? I'm not athletic, so why would I try out? A fixed mindset can really limit what you may be willing to try, what your kids may be willing to try. Even if it's something you would love to do, you might not be be willing to try it because you're boxed in to this mindset that I can't. A fixed mindset can feed negative self-talk and fear, and it also feeds a mindset of lack, which eventually ties into motivation. There's actually an article that I read recently, the link is in the show notes, that talks about the neuroscience of growth, a growth mindset and motivation. And some of the takeaways were, the first one I want to share is it said subtle feedback and messages related to growth mindset can have noticeable effects on students' attitudes and motivation that may transfer to long-term outcomes. And the thing about this is the subtle feedback and messages, right? Those are the micro messages. They may not be verbalized. They may show up in actions. And so if those subtle feedback and messages related to a growth mindset can affect a student's attitude and motivation, then you would have to believe that those same subtle messages and feedback can affect a student's attitude and lack of motivation if those messages are in relation to a fixed mindset. And so again, feeding that mindset of lack versus feeding a mindset of growth, and I can do this and I am going to try. It also said that individuals with growth mindset believe that motivation can be nurtured. So if you have a growth mindset, you have an, a belief that I can figure this out and I'm going to figure out what motivates me and you can nurture that motivation. But if you have a fixed mindset or if your kids have a fixed mindset and they have these beliefs that I cannot or I'm not good enough or I can't do this, then it's hard to motivate them because they may be living in the mindset of lack. So the growth mindset in motivation, it well, it says growth mindset and intrinsic motivation are important and interrelated. So if growth mindset is interrelated with motivation and your child isn't motivated, the question becomes, what is happening with their mindset in that area? Where is it fixed on something else that they can't do it? And you know, I think I mentioned this earlier, but I was talking with a teen. I was working, I work with a teen. I still work with her. And in the fall, she was not doing well in math and she was failing all of her quizzes and tests and relying on the makeup to get through it. She had at that time a very fixed mindset that I can't do math. There was also a lot of blame towards the teacher and a lot of, you know, I'm not smart enough. So very fixed mindset. We did work through that and shifted her to a growth mindset Her last test, she got a perfect grade on it, 34 out of 34, which was amazing. So it took work to switch from that fixed where I can't and I'm not smart enough in math and I'll never be good in math to a growth mindset that, yes, I can do this and I'm going to try. And another, the last piece of that article that I just, it's a long article. So the last piece I want to just 
point out is it said it's important to draw on neuroscientific findings to show the way the brain is motivated and how it learns by changing mindset. The brain is motivated and how it learns by changing mindset from a fixed to a growth mindset, which is great information for you as a parent. It's also great information for you as a person. If there's an area in your life where you have had a fixed mindset and maybe there's something you'd love to try and you haven't done because you have your, your mindset is fixed in that area, how can we shift that? And it's great information for you as a parent because, again, you can constantly be asking yourself the question, am I promoting a growth mindset in my kiddos? You can only control your piece of the pie. You can control how you show up. So am I promoting a growth mindset in my kiddos? And assuming there is a growth mindset um, and brain connection that feeds into motivation, which makes sense in my opinion, that might explain why one kid is motivated in one area and another is not. What is their mindset? Is it fixed or is it growth? The great thing about mindset is that it can be shifted. Mindset is not set in stone. The lens through which we see the world is not set in stone if you are willing to do the work to shift that. Our mindset and the lens through which we see the world is based on our beliefs and our experiences up to this point. Our attitude is based on our beliefs, experiences up to this point. But our mindset and our attitudes is malleable. While we can't change experiences that have already happened to us in the past, good or bad, we can change any limited beliefs related to those that might be holding us back. We can change assumptions we might be making. We can change how we interpret different situations. We can change the lens through which we, sh we see the world. We can change this, and I know this because I've done it, and I've seen it happen in the clients, in teens even, teens and adults that I work with. You have the ability to change the lens through which you see the world regardless of past experiences. Anytime though we have one foot set in the set in the past, it's hard to move forward. Growth mindsets move us forward. When we shift the lens through which we see the world, if that lens isn't serving us, it can shift everything. It can shift everything for you as a parent for you as a person, for your teens, for your tweens. It can shift the belief that you have in yourself, the acceptance you have of yourself, the acceptance of others, the acceptance of situations. When you shift the lens through which you see the world, it can improve relationships, reduce conflict, increase motivation, create more happiness and inner peace. I could go on and on. So as parents, I know as a parent, you certainly don't want your to box your kids in. We never do that and we would never do it inadvertent or ad on purpose, but we can do it inadvertently. We also don't want to box ourselves in. You don't want to box yourself in. You don't want to box your kids in. So again, the question is, am I promoting a growth mindset in my kids? Am I promoting a growth mindset in myself? If the answer to either of those is no, that's okay. Congratulations, because step one is awareness. And now you get to choose whether you would like to continue on the path that you're on. If it feels good, amazing, or change something. You might want to change. It might be a small change. It might be a big change. 
We've got a lot of offerings at Tina Steam Academy and Tina Steam Parent Academy this summer. And no, summer isn't for doing nothing. Sometimes, I mean, it's great to take a week or two off at the end of the school year and just breathe. But also summer is the perfect time for working on the good stuff. It's for working on the feel-good stuff, the mindset stuff, creating those shifts before the next school year. And we do have some offerings this summer that you may be interested in for parents. It's ongoing. We have a Better Connect Mindset Mastery program that is so good. We just had a call today. Really good. We also, for teens and tweens, I have a Teen Esteem Activator Journey, which is a three-module journey for teens and tweens. To shift mindset, module one is self-awareness and self-acceptance. It's the ABCs. Module one digs into values and strengths and friendships. So good. It can be done on their own together with you or hybrid. I'm going to be offering our activator community group calls to deepen their understanding and build connections and really empower those who want to attend. And then we've also got one-on-one, but that's more limited one-on-one family coaching. But yeah, so those two programs, um, the parent, the mindset mastery, it's ongoing. There's so much to that. It's really good. And then the teen esteem activator journey, it is going to module one is going to open June 15th, module two, July 1st and module three, July 15th. And that is something again, that can be done on your own or with your kids or as part of our group, we'll have activator calls throughout the journey. And it won't feel like they're in school. This is good stuff that isn't often taught in the schools and that kids need. Kids want to be happy. They deserve to be happy. And this is a step towards that. So yeah, growth mindset versus fixed. Are we boxing ourselves in? Are we boxing our kids in? And it's just bringing awareness to how we show up As a parent, you only control your piece of the pie. And yeah, that's that for this episode of the Empowered Parent Podcast. And I will see you next time. Thanks for joining us this week on the Empowered Parent Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Be sure to head over to reneesinning.com to pick up some parenting freebies. And remember, teenagers want to be happy. Sometimes they just need a little help along the way.